99 drinks still left to go Welcome all in and enjoy the show It's me though with E, I'm the host You know, so sit back, relax, grab a snack and let's go Welcome back to the 99 Dreams Podcast, I'm Rawiri, and if this is your first time listening, you've found the 99 Dreams Podcast, welcome in, glad to have you here. Well, this week, I've got a fun guest, I know I say this every week, and I say this part every week now, but I'm really looking forward to this one, this is my cousin, so this is going to be crack up, we're just going to chop it up, see how he is, so kia ora cuz, Breeze, what's going on, man? Hey, to my cousin, uh, yeah, now I've been well, uh... Yeah, had a good day today with, with the daughter, Remy. So, yeah, took her to the pools and me and I just chilling. Thought I'd yeah, have a cordial with you. Hard. Man. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> so, now nah, I'm really looking forward to this. It's going to be crack up. And for the viewers uh, watching at home, like me and the cousin, we haven't caught up that often lately because he's now in Perth. So, this is going to be a fun one. Cuz introducing a new segment on the on the show this week, uh, inspired by you. <laughs> I actually stole it though. I actually stole the stole the idea actually from um I don't know if you know my vintage Jackson off um oh, from I think he's from over Sydney or something, but yeah. Kiwi fellow, he's on um grass and a few reds, potty a white oh, KTR yeah. and in that business and yeah, yeah, um kinda put it on there and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll give that one for later. Keep that one in the, in the vault. It's a mean idea. So I guess we'll unveil it then. So this is going to be the rock and the rose, your highs and lows of the week. So what, what's what's your rock then this week? Uh, rock. So this week, um, I would just say, um, so Mahi's been a bit slow, eh? Like, for my work, like it's been yeah, real boring, and I think it just drags out, eh? Especially leading up to Christmas, I've been just been a bit quiet. I thought it'd be a bit more flat out, but <laughs> nah, yeah, that's probably the rock. Just not enough work. Like your day goes too slow, you know. Like don't have much mahi on. Fuck, ah, yeah, you're just staring at the clock all the time. Like, Come on, man, I just wanna go. Smash <laughs> some mahi. I'm like yeah, that's probably my rock for this week. And um, nah, Rose. I think just um, spending more time with with Remy, she's getting more a bit more um, independent now. So like, yeah, like chatting away to me and like yeah, learning new words and yeah, telling me to shut up and all that kind of stuff. So like, and you're just talking back. So nah, it's mean to see her growth and yeah, in that little space at the moment. Yeah. And how has that been? Um, you know, being a father and watching her growth over these past couple of years. How's that been? Ah, uh, being mean, eh? Like, been a bit hard. Been obviously been away from all the whānau back home, but now uh, these last two years, yeah, been a been a bit of a blessing. Like quite hard during COVID, eh, you know, like didn't didn't really know, especially um, for mahi and like being here by ourselves. It was a quite a quite a tough um, part of our lives, but you know, like if you don't get through those tough parts, like yeah, you never know how you're gonna grow. And when it comes to those to those hard hard times in your life so uh, me and Brooke yeah we came through it mean and yeah fuck she's yeah definitely built built a different reason at the moment like <laughs> used to be hopeless like back in the day like, not hopeless but you know like just more chilled and like not really 
I have to be more motivated now to just get up and like, oh, she's up at 6 a.m. Like every day, so yeah, have to be up before her to actually get ready. But Brooke, Brooke take care of, takes care of that during the week. She always goes to daycare with Brooke and that's her mahi at the moment. So nah, she's been good for us and yeah, I try to take over on the weekends, try to take her out and yeah, and we do that as a whanau as well, so it's mean. Mean, um, yeah. I don't know, main character builder for me. So, yeah, it's been good. Yeah. What's one of the biggest lessons that you've learned, um, you know, being a father? Biggest lessons, I would say. Um, just uh, probably loving, like, loving someone, like, loving, it's probably your first love, I think. Like, I don't, yeah, apart from your mum and dad kind of thing, it's, and siblings, it's a, uh, like pure, pure love. That's what I. That's what I found. So that's the biggest lesson. Um, doesn't matter how angry I get at you. I know I'm. Ah, well, yeah, I'm gonna love you anyway. So like, it's no no point in being angry and like being mad at you. Like yeah, and then another minute I'll just be cuddling you and wanting to cuddle. So <laughs> I think that's that's the most important part of it. Like yeah, you have those loved ones like yeah, like the cousins and everyone else. But yeah, when you see your own kids grow up and you're just like you're just so proud of yeah whatever they do and i think it comes off like on you so they can really feel like when you're not feeling a certain way so if you come back a bit bit ho-ha and grumpy i think they can feel that they'll get a bit tense and yeah, angry as well so i think when you're just putting out just more happiness and love i think it just makes a more happier kid oh, that's what i found so especially with you you can tell when she's frustrated and I see yeah, I see Brooke frustrated, I'm like, yeah, no, nah, like gotta just calm down a bit, eh? Let's just keep it keep it level a bit. So yeah. So that's probably the Dude. biggest part, yeah. Probably you just loving more love, eh? Oh, that's I think. so yeah. interesting. Yeah. That's so interesting. Yeah, no, that's mean. And so what would be um some of your advice then, um, that you could give to anyone that's about to become to a new parent. to new parents, oh, yeah. yeah, or to the cuz you're right. <laughs> Being a new parent soon, hopefully, hopefully that all goes well. And nah, I think um, biggest, I would say, um, helping your partner out more. I think it's yeah, it comes a time where you just feel like oh been at mahi for quite a while i want to come home and chill but at the same time your partner's there working just as hard probably harder so you have to really yeah, deal with that and come home to know oh yeah it's not all about me like i, I know i mahi hard today but i gotta go home and mahi hard again so that's probably the biggest biggest um your biggest uh, lesson i could give or tip to any new parent coming in is just helping your partner out because you never know what they're going through. They could be yeah, mentally mentally drained and everything. So hearing a kid, if the kid's screaming, the baby's screaming all day, and you, you don't know, you can't deal with it. You don't know if they if they they have been like good or bad. So I think just helping them more and asking if they need anything like it's a big lesson. Like yeah, even I don't do that sometimes. But <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, no, I know I'm bad for that. I don't ask her enough if. If she's all right, or if yeah, if she needs something done. So, and if I ask her if she needs something done, she says yes. I'll be like, ah. <laughs> moan about it. Oh, 
Ah, <laughs> uh, I wish you didn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh well, no. Get angry because I asked her, and oh, no, nah. I think it comes with anything. Eh? Like, you just got to be real helpful. So that's the biggest, biggest thing I could do. Oh man, that's some great advice there. I guess a sort of follow up question to to all of these previous questions is, how challenging is it? You know. Raising your Fano so far away from your Fano, Fano, yeah, yeah. I think um, well, last probably the last year, I don't really get homesick myself. I've um, I've kind of grown out of like staying home. So yeah, I've, I've been home like what we grew up home for twenty years or whatever, eighteen years of our lives. So I think I had enough of that. So <laughs> I think. For myself, it was quite easy to get a get along with it. But I think for Brooke, because yeah, her whanau's all back there, it was pretty much my choice to move over to Perth, and she pretty much followed. So, um, yeah, it was, it was a bit more harder for her, I think. And um, for myself, now it was, it was quite good. I like I like a challenge. So, and um, yeah, it's the biggest challenge. See, it's just to move, get out of your comfort zone. I think so. That's the biggest part. Getting, yeah, like you cuz, like, yeah, just getting out of, getting out of the norms, I think. Um, yeah, starting this potty, it's just, like, for anything, yeah, like me on my DJ journey, it was, like, I don't know, what to do. I just think I just didn't want to work when I left school, so. <laughs> so I went to, yeah, so I went to the, went to Mains up in Orcs, and that's how that kind of journey started, and I think I just, you yeah, always want to try something different, so it's, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's, I think I asked. I think I, I think I answered there. I don't. Know. Yeah, not too yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's dive in a bit more into your um your DJ era. Yeah. How was it? How uh, was it? <clears throat> I'm not too sure actually how this started. So um, <laughs> I think it was my last year of school. We were, you know, that was pretty much the um, I think that's when like the uh boom boxes and that came out like the speakers and like people would walk around with speakers around school and it was pretty much um so i ipods and they could chuck it in the docks and everyone would be like playing like blasting music in there and um that was when we got introduced to like bass hunter like techno and all that kind of music all that jazz and uh oh yeah gravita- gravitated towards like house music definitely like Straight away, it was just like a far out, like, what's that kind of music? <laughs> Pretty much, you get you on a level, and you're like, fuck, like, you're loving that. So, made the decision pretty much my last year of school just to go up to Orcs. I didn't know how, like, didn't know where I was going to live with. <laughs> but, yeah, I thought I'd just, yeah, do the trip up there. And, um, nah, yeah, moved up to Orcs. Straight out of school. And, um... Uh, yeah, done that for two years, stayed up there, and then moved back home for a few years and played a few gigs in NP, and uh, what year was it? I think it would have been about 2016 or 2015, I kind of stopped, just stopped it, yeah, pretty much straight away, I was just like, oh, no, I just got bored of it, so uh, yeah, held it off to 2020, till when COVID hit. <laughs> Yeah, like about five years of not even doing it then. <laughs> and then um 
uh, listen, started listening to Gary V, like all his podcasts, and he was uh, he was saying your yeah, contents, contents like king and everything. So um, he was shouting about TikTok. So yeah, he said jump on TikTok. Like, Instagram's way too flooded now. Like jump straight on TikTok. So yeah, jumped on that. Started doing um doing videos just on me and my mixer, little uh house house music videos of um pretty much the best songs like of that category so like best um, festival sets so i'll do like that and then um yeah got about 40 40,000 followers in about two months two or three months pretty much grew and grew from there and um now i kind of stopped it again <laughs> i was like oh, i was like gaining i was like yeah fuck, i'm doing pretty good and I was just like, nah, I just, I don't know why I stopped. I started playing out here, so I played a few gigs in Perth. Um, met a few few good people too, and uh, yeah, I haven't. I think my last gig was probably the start of this year, so the start of 2022, and I've got another one this New Year's, so playing New Year's in, um, in Perth. So it's a pretty big festival. Uh, Darude, Darude, you know, Sandstorm? Makes yeah. the sense. Yeah, it does the sense. Oh, he's playing that. Like, he's playing that um gig. So, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm playing that one. Oh, there's heaps, heaps of people on this list. So, uh yeah, I've got a gig there, hour and a half gig, and um, yeah, playing New Year's, New Year's festival before then. So that'll be. I want to get back into it this summer and get yeah, get a few more gigs going. So, definitely want to get back into that space. It's it's something I love, and yeah, it's a good passion of mine, huh? Gonna jump back on TikTok again and pump it there. Yeah, I've been thinking about it. Just, I think it's more aesthetics. So like you need a good background or something. I think that's the way to go with it. But uh, it's, just need some good. Yeah, content. Just need some good content. Yeah, that's, I think that's it. Because I've done most of the yeah, bedroom, you know, just the simple bedroom background kind of content, and that went quite well. Like, I've done a few few good videos for that. Like, I think I know we got like a million million view ones like a few millions nice. and yeah yeah but nah thinking about it might get back into it bud. yeah um because one thing barry um burton when he came on he shared with us um you know when it comes to tiktok just plan 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 mm. um have a plan in place so that if that doesn't quite work have a backup and yep just roll with it have fun with it yeah i think that that's the way it is it's like the more content you put out, the more chance you're going to get. So I think just content, content, that's it. So now hopefully get into it again. Um, yeah, I think I'm just pushing it off. <laughs> too much. But I think I haven't touched my dicks in like probably half a year. Well, I just haven't, yeah, haven't touched them. <laughs> my lefty's just sitting there. Like, nah, I need to do it though. So, just get back into it, yeah, G. Just do it. Just do it, eh? Just like what I did, just turn the camera on, start talking, and just start releasing shit. Mm. Just do it. Yeah, and it's... The worst is you don't do it. <laughs> and it's finding... Yeah, I don't... Not making excuses, but you're finding time at the moment. It's, um... Yeah, you know. Nah, just making excuses. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you'll, you'll find a way to make it happen mm. if, if, it, if, it's, if it's, it's what you want to do. What Here's one thing I will do. Let's let's rewind it back a bit. Let's go. What was it like growing up in Waitara for you? That nah, mean. Yeah, what's it was mean? Uh, nah, it was, 
the cousins, uh, I think, yeah, that's probably the best part of it. Is, um, yeah, hanging out with you fellas and I don't know, as I say, it was quite easy to slide back. Like dollar mixtures, 50 cent mixtures, and like, like as in me. I think it was easier back then. Getting the pass out from the pools. Yeah, I think it was just easier back then, but so I think it's just adult. Even once you become an adult, like, you're like, oh, hey, is that what my parents paid for? <laughs> <laughs> Like, what do you pay for in there? Like, just looking at us, like, you have no clue. Like, <laughs> we should have just put all the bills in front of our face and say, there, that's all we pay <laughs> That's yeah, why we can't go to why. the movies this week, bud. That's why you're going with Auntie Leone. Chop us off in town, she bud. Had those coupons, the movie ticket coupons. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But the worst day I was going there on a Tuesday because yeah. it was clean the clean up, up day. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah. You know, hey, why are we going there in midweek? <laughs> <laughs> School holidays. Hey, fuck. We just want to chill, go on our bikes. Nah, these are going on to the owners. <laughs> <laughs> Think it's a pool day. Nah, we're not going to aquatics today. We're cleaning up the yeah. house. So the cleaner has a clean house to clean tomorrow. Uh, those are the days, though. Those are mean. Fine. I'm pretty sure we were on um, rotation every holidays. Eh? Like, we'll go stay at your father's place for a bit, then we'll go stay in town yeah. at Auntie Leone's for a bit, then at my place for a bit. Fine. I'd have those holiday programs, too. Those are mean. Jump oh, on the holiday yeah. programs. Like, yeah, looking back, I was like, Ah, they, they, like, our parents actually try to give us everything they could. So it's the, it's the main part. I think, I think we appreciate it too. They actually put the mahi yeah, in yeah. and fuck got us a, got some mean stuff. I was like, fuck. Every Christmas, we had yes. mean Christmases. Bro, we had some mean Christmases. Uh, but yeah, we got all those scooters all those out. Scooters. That was a vibe. <laughs> Chosen got the massive. Uh, now nah, we got the styly ones. We got the big booty one. Might as well get a bike. That's right. <laughs> it actually was, eh? Might as well just have a bike. Mm. Oh. And then what else do we used to get? We used to get um, the cash money. Oh, but the worst now, remember when we used to have to go to bed early and Chosen and yeah. um, they got to stay up? We are like, hey, hey. What's these ones, man? Trying to stay up, eh? Nowadays, you just want to go to sleep at like 8, eight o'clock, 9 o'clock. Why do you want to stay up? <laughs> Trying to have the midnight feasts. Yeah. Got to go down those stairs. <laughs> uh, making sure that's when you don't come out of the room. <laughs> and then it's normally Matua downstairs in the office. Matua. What yeah, he's doing? He's already down there. <laughs> He's working right on under his the so he can hear <laughs> <us>. <laughs> Comes out. <laughs> Just hears us whispering. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, that reminds up. me of, a, of another story, G. Do you remember that time? Whose birthday was it? Was it Hardle's birthday that we were there for? I don't know. What? Well, were we then... old or young? We were, we were old enough to drink. This was, I think, the first and probably the oh, only time we were allowed yeah, to drink. The only time, I think, yeah. I think that was the first time. Yeah, my mum 
brought us brought me a box. You brought me two boxes of spades. Spades are yuck like, hey, and purple guanas. And I was the like, purple G. Yeah, purple, yeah. I was like, yeah. <laughs> but the spades were just like, hey, like, what are these for like, yeah, 15 year olds or <laughs> But uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll tell them the story though. Yeah, you tell them the story. Because that was the crazy. same night we like gap day. Yeah, me and you, me and you get. <laughs> we get to a party and then afterwards, Haro and Uriah get there on the scooter that was, boat. Yeah, that was all the way over the other side of the city. <laughs> well, so if you know, like, you know, MP, like, you're Moturo, you have to walk all the way over to, like, what, Girls High? Girls High yeah, over those yeah. areas. Yeah, at those lights, at the Girls highlights. Far as. As far as. <laughs> but what's crack up is that um, none of us were there except Breezen when Auntie yeah. came to check on us. <laughs> so it looked like he just stayed the whole I just, time. <laughs> I just got into the door. <laughs> like pretty much closed the door and um, I think it was Matua like, must have walked in. And then like, oh, Breezen's like, where's the boys? I was like... I don't know, I just came from out like <laughs> so I just came from outside. <laughs> like yeah, no, it's crack up. Nah, that was fuck, that was a funny time. Eh? Bro, <laughs> just bro. timing, you know, that's what yeah, that's what you call timing. <laughs> Impeccable timing. Uh, and yeah, bro, we're all, all so mad too, we we're like, of course Breezer makes it on time. <laughs> Not and the favourite. And then Holdo and Uda come in. Like, I think it was yeah, maybe an hour later or half an hour later. So, and they stopped off at Arizona and got a feed. <laughs> That's where Holdo used Because they took the scooter, eh? Yeah, yeah, they took the scooter. Uh, ah, drink driving. Drink that's New Zealand culture for you. Wow. <laughs> we don't condone drink driving here. Nah, I don't know. It's a cracker. It's that young mindset, eh? Yeah. Young fellas. Nah, I can do anything. Yeah, we can, we can get away with it. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, they don't find out until Holdo's 21st day. <laughs> They're like six years, five, six years after that. <laughs> they didn't find out. Uh, there was a crack up reveal too because she was like, <laughs> no. no, not OP. <laughs> <laughs> not my OP. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> oh, see, we had some great times growing up, man. Uh, I, I really appreciate our childhood that we had. It was it was gangster. We had so much fun. Yeah, had yeah, all the fun. I'm just happy. Yeah, we had that that Motuo house, Whiteley Street. Um, like that house just made it though. Eh? Like, yeah, especially yeah, here for a... the final gatherings and everything. The tramp tramp outside. Like, I actually stayed. I think they loved it because it's then ch- yeah, jump on the tramp. Then they just got to chill. <laughs> chill inside. Yeah, jump on that tramp. Go down the beach. Hurry up. Yeah. <laughs> But that's what it was like. We would just yeah, cut through the neighbours. <laughs> Not even allowed to. <laughs> 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 oh, 
John Paul New Term. They must have hated us growing up, eh? They must have just looked at us. These kids are back. (laughs) All these hoary little kids, fuck. With the what are you funny clothes. Listening to Nisha Mystic in that little blue car. <laughs> oh, that blue car taking it, the blue blue, taking us to Maryland's, eh? Fuck, those are, those are some times. Fuck. Yo, reckon I can roll this ciggy before the light goes green. <laughs> the classic. <laughs> Installs <laughs> at the light. <laughs> drop, the, drop the tobacco on the lamp. <laughs> The hide, hide. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, man. We had such good memories. Speaking of winding back the clock, you got back into league this season for the first time in how many years? Uh, I would say yeah, for rugby league. So my last season was high school. So I played D-Val. Yeah, D-Val. So yeah, I'll say 10 years ago now so yeah i was about 18 <laughs> so 18 i went straight straight to union so i started I played union for about six years straight out of high school so yeah fuck league nah just don't know why don't know why i went to union there like dad like, i'll go back home and dad was like oh, you? because that's when i was staying up in Oak. came back home and dad was like oh what are you playing up there he's like oh, <laughs> rugby he's like well league i was like oh no nah, union's like Hey, <laughs> play a real sport. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> nah, giving me shit pretty much. Like my whole time here and playing union, but nah, it's me getting back into league. Pretty much, I grew up playing in my whole life. So ever since what under six or under sixes or seven, so since I was five to eighteen, played league. And, uh, it was good to get back into it. Ah, uh, we yeah, got kicked out there uh, in the semis. Yeah, yeah, but that's how it goes. Definitely get back into it next year. Yeah. What's the um, preparation like now compared to back when you were 18? How do you get the body and the mind yeah, ready for body. each game? Well, I don't. Fuck, <laughs> 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 well, you just... <laughs> Walk out there with a broken back in it. <laughs> Just nah. put the boots on and give it a run. Ah, yeah, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard being being this old. Eh? Take for granted how how like limber and like flexible we were as kids. Ah, it's it's tough now. So nah, pretty. I go to go to gym quite a lot now. So get up, get up before mahi. Get up like four o'clock every morning now to get to the gym. And um, yeah, uh. I actually, yeah, done my, like, slipped my discs. So I pretty much um, stuffed my discs up, yeah, in my back in my first game. <laughs> first game playing league, um, stuffed it up and I couldn't, couldn't even get out of bed, eh, like, the next day. So I went to, yeah, went to a chiropractor, took scans, and he was like, yeah, like, your, yeah, your two discs, uh, he reckons, like, your discs in between should have, like, they should be this much, and he reckons I've got pretty much like a forty-five-year-old back or like fifty-year-old back, and like so. Yeah, it's it's yeah. When contact comes into that, you haven't had it treated over. You haven't done any rehabs. So yeah, done. But done a bit of rehab. Was out for five weeks. 
And Shit. yeah, yeah, I just kept yeah, kept doing rehab and uh, pretty much just want to be more mobile now. Want to be stronger, my core and my back, because that's pretty much all you need. Just a strong back and <laughs> obviously, like yeah, quick legs and gotta be a bit bit stronger now. But going up against men, it's not easy. <laughs> eh? like, get thrown around. I'm I'm happy. I'm a bit. Bit heavier nowadays. It used to be yeah, <laughs> used to be quite small. <clears throat> yeah. Is it um a huge adjustment to the mindset coming into it as well? Into a game, like every game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. even into prepping yourself for the season. Yeah, yeah, prep, yeah, prep wise of because I, I never used to like even do weights. I never used to train. I didn't touch weights until I was about 19, 19, 20, So. Coming through the grades, yeah, I was just, you know, like you just go to school, then just go to game day or like training, that journey training. But now you have to actually do like training outside of training to get your body right. And it's the only way you're going to keep fit. You don't work on that much fitness at training. You're just working on ball skills, team patterns. So that's the biggest part of it. Your prep is before you get to training and before you get to a game. So the biggest thing I um yeah I learned this year. Oh, have you seen that Richie McCall movie? No, I haven't seen that. Nah, yet. yeah, right there, hard. It's a mean movie. So he um is it all about his mindset? Yeah, just mindset and everything. Just how how strict or prep his prep was. Just real. How was it deliberate? So you just like write down before like each game, like write down oh, yeah, what I need to achieve in a game. So I started that, started doing that in the start of the year, but that sort of helped me get a clearer mind of what my goal was during a game. Like I don't have to look after this guy's position. Like, I don't have to help him. It's just pretty much what my role is as a player. I have to take care of that first. It was quite hard because, yeah, I was playing reserve grade and Kinda, you kind of have to look after other players because they're not kind of at your level. Like if you were at a, a, a better level than him, so and yeah, I wouldn't say they were like shit. Like, <laughs> <nah>. <laughs> <laughs> but there were some like players that I'm just like, far out. Like, is this your first year of like actual first year of playing? Do you not know this game? Like you should know a little bit of the game at this age. Like you're like. Yeah, you're like 22 or 20, 20 above. Like, you're not young. Like, you're not a kid. But they, they did have, it was, yeah, it was, um, because they didn't have a third grade this year. So most of those ones who would be playing third grade are in reserves. So there's only two grades, reserves and prim, like first, first grade. So it's quite hard getting, getting used to everyone playing, playing in with everyone because you'd have this little guy who doesn't even know how to tackle, doesn't even know how to catch a ball. And like, far out, like, how am I supposed to play with him when I'm trying to do my job? So I think, yeah, I'm going to go for first grade. I'll hopefully crack that, and that'll be a bit of a easier, I think, easier for me to just focus on my role. And you enjoyed it? You enjoyed getting back out there? Yeah, yeah, I loved it. And I was like, um, so I didn't have much time for DJing. No, do that, don't have much time. <laughs> DJing starts at 9 p.m. <laughs> nah, was, um, nah, I loved it, eh? It was definitely made me a bit more happier. Uh, I, fuck, I feel for those people who, who actually pros and get injured, eh? Like, for their game. 
because I could, like, especially if you get knee reconstructions every year or you know, players like that, I could take a like a yeah, pretty hard mental mental toll on you. Because I, yeah, when I had that back injury, fuck, I was like, I just want to get out there. I just want to play. Like, I trained for like a year just to get to a game. And like my first game, I done my back and I was like, fuck, I didn't know when I was going to be back. Yeah, so I feel for those, for the professionals who actually pay job, then you get injured. You just want to show your skills, just want to show people like what you've been working hard on and yeah, you get injured just like <clears throat> What was one of the biggest challenges in overcoming that injury, getting back out there to play? I think not having a timeline. So I went to, yeah, went to a chiropractor like every year, oh, every week, sorry. And I was asking him, I was like, oh, so he didn't actually give me a definite time. I was like, oh, yeah, you'll be back like this date. He was just be like, oh, go there, get a check, like do this, do like a fucking massage gun. And he'd be like, oh, yeah, sweet. And I'll be like, oh, so when, when can I come back? Like two weeks or something? He's like, oh, I'll see you next week. Like, yeah, see how. And I was like, fuck. Like, I just want a time. Like, just so I can know, oh, yeah, I'm definitely back. So I'd be telling my coach, I'd be like, oh, I don't know when I'm going to be back. Like, go to training. Like, don't even do anything. And he'd be like, oh, so when are you back? I'm like, fuck, I don't know. Like, fuck, <laughs> <laughs> don't you have, like, um, like sport doctors at the club or something just to help like just say so they know oh, yeah, he'll be back this time or, but no they didn't so and I think that was the biggest thing of um, yeah not knowing when I'll be back and it was just training like doing rehab training and rehab go to training and just like fuck I just want a game <laughs> like, like, <laughs> this is shit <laughs> it was alright that our team were winning a few games, but still, I just hated watching. I just said, nah, don't want to watch. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so what do you think is the biggest lesson that you learned during all of that? Um, during that time, I was injured. Yeah. <clears throat> um, biggest lesson, I think, was sticking to it, like your rehab, say, oh, with anything. It's actually sticking to it, like, you know, the bigger picture. Like, fuck, for me, I was just like, oh, I could have just left it and go, nah, I'll just play and not do rehab. And that, fuck, that I would have been, I would have been probably fucked now, so. Like, well, injured, yeah, like, I think just sticking to, sticking to a plan and knowing, oh, yeah, it's going to work out. I'll just keep doing it, keep doing it. And, yeah, lucky I was a bit more disciplined, like, I'm a bit more disciplined now through training and everything, so. If I had my old mindset, like couch, couch potato, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, nah, I'll just watch TV. I'll just sit on the couch, watch TV, munch, munch bad food, which which ain't good for you. So, yeah, I think that was the biggest thing was doing doing the actual steps to get back onto the field. Yeah, nah, help, help too. I mean, has uh, come a long way from the old um. Movies and munchies from Jans and Toms and yeah. Key Man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember when Dad was like, because <laughs> I like, yeah, I never like, never used to really go out, eh? Like, drink with like the cousins and that. And I remember, yeah, like, we were at like, the dinner table. He's like, fuck, you know, you can go out. Like, you can go and drink. He was like, oh, you will buy the alcohol for you. <laughs> Pretty much like wanting to get rid of me. <laughs> like, <laughs> 
fuck you always saying fucking go out <laughs> that's so true though yeah because every friday me and your eye will ring up reason and then oh oh you're cutting out i can't <laughs> cut oh um. and then just hangs up <laughs> Dad'll be like, "Hello," and <laughs> be like, "Oh, it's freezing there. <laughs> Who's this? <laughs> oh, you're right. I'm like, it's your right. I'm be like playing the game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you do that. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Hang up. <laughs> Play the game. <laughs> At least he gave you the phone. I remember Chosen's mates used to ring up. I was crazy. <laughs> Nah. <laughs> hangs up. Right there. <laughs> Looking at him. Nah. Chosen, who was it? Wrong number. <laughs> Fuck, I remember those ones too. Fuck. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Are there any um, qualities from your parents' parenting style that you're going to bring into um, how you parent Remy? <laughs> um, I think just uh, being laid back hard. Like Dad, he's laid back hard. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll just see, yeah, I'll be, won't take anything seriously. Just go with it. Just, ah. <laughs> ah too late now. <laughs> all good. You're all right. That's what I do now. Did you ever get a growling from them? Nah, nah, never. Yeah, because I was, I was thinking the same too. I was like, oh, I don't ever think I've ever got a growling from them. Nah, nah, they were, like, they were the most chilled parents ever. Like, it's like, yeah, nah. <laughs> 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 like, as I said, they wanted me to go out to drink. <laughs> <laughs> they just wanted to get yeah, rid they of just you. wanted to get rid of us. <laughs> nah, fuck, I don't, yeah, I don't think ever, like... Uh, they was probably probably the best parents I've had. Like for me, just teaching me, <laughs> teaching me good. Um, I don't know. Oh, good parenting skills anyway. Now, since I know, I'll, uh, oh, yeah, I'll never hit my hit my kids or anything. So, but uh, you still need yeah. that tough love at the same time. I still won't be as soft. But yeah, I'll still be like I remember. Are yeah. you sure? <laughs> <laughs> now we're at the um, we're at the shopping at the mall on. I think it was last week, and yeah, Remy was like, like she was like going off. I was like, oh, you're, you're getting, like, oh, you're, you're gonna get smacked." And like, we were in like Kmart, <laughs> and Brooke was like, "Shh, don't say that." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, oh. <laughs> I just, I just didn't realize we were in, but I won't give it a smack. I'll just be like, oh, like this is your warning. Like, don't do that again." And she's like, "Shh, yeah. don't say that." <laughs> we're in the morning. <laughs> like, People will be in the corner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. Look at them. Guy with the teddies. <laughs> nah, man. There's got to be so much fun in it, though, eh? Uh, yeah, it is. Fuck, it's... Yeah, nah, it's mean. Mean being a parent. <laughs> and what's in the future for you guys? Uh, you got to move to anywhere else so you guys can tent in Perth or what's what's on the cards yeah so we'll be here uh, at least four years now so I just started yeah started my apprenticeship doing mechanical fitting they yeah, being a mechanical fitter I started there in August so yeah I won't be yeah I'll be doing that till 
2026. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I'll be doing that. Um, and yeah, it'd be the longest time I've been in a job. No, never could hold a job. <laughs> <laughs> the old meat yeah, works. The old meat worker. Yeah, that's what I would have been my whole life. But nah, grateful, grateful <laughs> to get this opportunity. Yeah, just to have a trade under my belt. I didn't even know ah. what a trade was when I <laughs> before I came. <laughs> it was just that was my life. It was just being a yeah, just being a process worker or production worker. Doing you yeah, warehouse jobs, so yeah. yeah. To answer your question, you know, we probably won't move move home for a while now. So I reckon I'd give it six six years, maybe move move back home. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't know. I want to move somewhere else. Probably go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, probably be living over over east if um Uriah and Auntie Dale and that over there still. So probably go over to Brizzy. Yeah. That was, that was a good plan of mean. ours. Yeah, that was a big plan of ours. Well, I, I sort That'd of... That'd be me too, because a little bit closer, eh? Yeah, yeah. And um, we actually got a we got a warehouse for our company over there, so I could probably just transfer straight over, yeah. Oosh. Yeah, so that's a bit of a plan, plan of ours. And uh, I don't think... Oh, we'll see how it works. I don't think my mum wants us to stay way too long. <laughs> She's like, come back, go. Yeah. Ah, well, if you were in Brizzy, then, you know, you can visit more often and people can visit you a little easier. Mm. Truth is a mish, eh? Yeah. yeah. It's uh, stupid prices. Like, yeah, the flights, like, yeah, the flights now I've heard was like, yeah, four grand return. Four thousand, oh, yeah, shit. just to go, yeah, just to go home and come back. It's uh, crazy now, and wow, well, I take a year all the, all the, um, what is it all like? The flight, uh, flight companies and that want to get all their money back for all the losses they had. <laughs> but at the same time, it's quite stupid how they're doing it. It's just like, yeah. yeah. Well, you think yeah, if they made it a little mm. bit cheaper, then more people would fly more often, rather than making it expensive and having people struggle to afford to fly more often. Mm. Yeah, because at the moment, yeah, people are struggling just to pay rent, just to get through, and they're putting these, yeah, just to see their family for Christmas gathering, and people with three, four kids are uh, just, yeah, can't imagine what they're paying just to get home. I'm just here yeah, just to see their loved ones. It's just, yeah, pretty stupid, if you ask me. Um, Shit, yeah. Way too overpriced. It's mm. corporate globalism. What do they call it? Capitalism. <clears throat> Capitalism, yeah. <sighs> must be nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, must be nice. Do you have any um, plans to start your own business venture or anything like that in the near future? Um, nah, I haven't really, haven't really thought about that at the moment. Nah. I, um, I was going to get into... Like promoting, promoting my own events for um, like clubs and stuff. So I was actually looking to do it this summer, but now I don't, I don't think I'd actually start that. Oh, I really want to get into that though. Like promoting, promoting my own events. It's a, it's a pretty good, pretty, pretty good market here to do it too. So Perth is, I think, under underrated in the um, events. Uh, yeah, I'm saying like music, music festivals and all that kind of stuff. Like they get they get quite big acts over here. It's uh, it's pretty good. Yeah, that's that sort of. Is it an easy market to get into over there in Perth? <clears throat> promoting like promoting events. Yeah. Well, uh, 
I wouldn't say it's easy. I would say it's doable. <laughs> yeah, I think if you, if you want to put the time and effort into it, I think yeah, it's definitely achievable to be successful in this in this market over here. I actually played for played for one of this one of these guys. I I know. Well, I, I was out actually. Um, I was out of it how it happened. So we were driving. Me and Brooke were driving along the beach. Um, it was a place called Fremantle. It wasn't on the beach, actually, like Fremantle, and went past this bar. I was like, oh, I like, do you mean to, like, mean to play there? And um, and actually, I said oh, again, I was like, oh, yeah, fuck, I want to play for this event, telling Brooke this was last year. I was like, he yeah, showed this event. And then I seen he, he posted up an event to play at that event. I had the, at that spot I wanted to play. And so I, was, I just messaged, I just said, oh, yeah, fuck, I'll be, like, I'll be keen if, if you have any spots like, and he just goes, oh, yeah, I can chuck you in in this, in this time. And like, I was like, fuck it, that was it. That easy. <laughs> like, oh, like, anyway, that guy, that guy messes me. He's like, he's pretty much blowing up and oh, he hasn't blown up, but he's made his own two nights. So he has two, two um, event nights a week. There's one called The Room in Perth. It's pretty much a disco night. So disco, house music. In this little club, and he has another one called the Vault every Saturday. So, and that's another house techno, big techno event. So that's yeah, everyone. He pretty much gets every overseas act to come over, try to play at the events, and yeah, he's pretty much done done a good thing here for house music and techno. So, I want to try link up, link back up with him, eh? Try to get back into that. Yeah, I think you know you don't grow. Yeah, you don't grow if you don't. You don't surround your people like like-minded people eh? who like the same thing. So it's the only way to grow, I think, to surround yourselves with those people. And how important is it? Like, like you just said, you know, you think it's super important. Like, why? Why is it so important to surround yourself with them? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I think I think just um, networking. I think that's the big thing, especially with DJing and promoting. I think you need to know people to to grow your event. I think if you don't know much people, it kind of yeah it'll be a big high then uh, yeah, they got this cool event some people will come like word of mouth but at the end of the thing like, it'll just slowly drop off because it doesn't keep that keep that energy i think so knowing connecting networking with a lot of people in that space especially house like the house music techno scene i think it's really blowing up now like techno definitely Everyone's getting into it. It's coming into mainstream. Like what? Drake made an album of it, like sort of house music kind of thing. It's because it's vibey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's just vibey, especially summer tunes. Like if you want a good summer, summer tune, like you just chuck, yeah, chuck a bit of house with a good singer or rapper. Ah, you definitely yeah. got a, yeah, you definitely got a summer, summer banger going on. Got so. the anthems. <laughs> yeah, you got the anthems going. Ah, ah yeah, that and just makes uh, me want to just get on it with the cousins at the machine. <laughs> <laughs> just thinking about this, yeah. Uh just haven't. Uh, yeah, I missed it about being home there. Yeah, miss it and yeah. like just being able to go down by your eye. Uh, that was always the mm. spot. Uh, yeah, no, nah, it's good. It's a good and bad thing, like living away from those influences, because yeah, I'd be, I'd definitely be. <laughs> Fucking probably 20 kgs heavier <laughs> on the every Saturday, Friday. Uh, uh, I hardly ever drink. I just do it for a yeah, social social thing. Like if we go out, I'll have like two, two or three beers. But if I'm going out with the boys, which is 
hardly ever now. Don't get much time. I got to get those brownie points. So <laughs> <laughs> me to the pools this morning. I was like, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> By myself. Yep, yep. Can keep that in the vault for later. <laughs> Remember that time Remember. I Remember. Took- <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, the boys on the go. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what's the algorithm, brother? How 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 many weeks in advance do you need to ask? <laughs> you need to ask. Oh, I would give it at least three three weeks. There has to be at least three weeks, eh? Like to give it. Ah, oh, not yeah, the boys. Oh, I want to go on this date. She's she's chilled with it. Like Brooks is is chilled with it, but at the same time, it's just like ah, she doesn't. Yeah, you need, you know they're not chill with it. Like they say, oh, you're all good. Get out here, getting ready. Like looking at the sun, <laughs> looking at the corner of the eye. She's just like, <laughs> what, what, what are you putting that spray on? <laughs> you don't need that cologne on tonight. <laughs> oh, oh, the boys on the smell. <laughs> the smell party. Here's a link. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I brought you a Lynx Africa. Eh? <laughs> Africa. <laughs> nah, it's um, yeah, I reckon you three weeks. Like, nah, it's crack up, Because yeah, we went out. Ah, uh, because Zachy, how Zachy moved over and getting into golf now. So he's like, yeah, like looking at me like, you never play golf. <laughs> <laughs> so you just want to go out to drink. <laughs> Those ones. Yeah, and play golf. Yeah, and play golf. Uh, I actually actually played golf when I was young. No. <laughs> well, Dad played golf. Yeah. Surely got a bit of that muscle memory from those days doing the yeah, chips down at that um, athletic track. Yeah, not lately, though. Far Had a shocking game yesterday. <laughs> well, is it, was it like getting back out there? Is it terrible? Fun? Frustrating? Ah, uh, oh. Beating this heat, you got to beat the heat over here. Eh? You got to go early in the morning. Yesterday we went out at two thirty in the afternoon. Far up, it's about thirty degrees. Thirty degrees out here. I was just, yeah. Fuck that. Yeah, so I was like, fuck. I was sweating too. I was had a real tight. I don't know why I wore the top. I only got two pole. You got to wear a polo pretty much to go on the course. So I only, I only own two polos and they're tight. They're larges, so they. Yeah, <laughs> they squeeze my bloody armpits, <laughs> sweaty ears, armpits, and um, nah, getting into it though, loving it. I think it's a good game. Good game if you're going good. I think that's with everything. Eh? <laughs> Shit, that's a fucking piss me off game. Yeah. Walking around the field chasing a ball. <laughs> oh yeah, and the more you try, the worse you get. The worse you get. Yeah, that's what I was like. Yeah, piss, it was pissing me off. Though. My chips were shocking yesterday. I was, ah, I think everyone here heard me. <laughs> Have you watched, um, what's his name? Manolo teaches golf on TikTok? Nah, nah. He's good. He's good for some Crack tips. Up. He's got some great tips. Oh, yeah. So, oh, so he actually gives you good tips or does he do it for crack ups? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nah, nah, they're proper tips. He just puts some humour in it. And uh, yeah, helps improve your golf game. Uh, like, I played this random game of golf where, like, 
we'd do a hitty. So I'll tee off, then you get the next stroke, and then the next person will have the next stroke in that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we played a game like that, but I was I just spent the whole two two weeks beforehand learning those little moves from moves. the bow, and I was, I was getting, you know, decent contact on the ball. Yeah. Not much power, but we were getting decent contact, and it was going the direction I wanted it to. So we learned a lot. Yeah, from learned it. to be. Yeah, that's that's all you need is just to make it. Yeah, go to where you want. Like you're not. Fuck yeah. It doesn't matter how far you hit it, really. Like oh, you want to <laughs> get it at least fifty meters. Like you want to get it up there. <laughs> but if you're like aiming towards and it, fuck, we just go off that way. Then you know you're not having a good day. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You just want to get to the end. You just want to get to the end and have a, have a beer. Well, we do this thing here on the show every week where um, we've got the dream box. Uh, shoe yeah, box. the dream box, yeah. Yeah, the always remember when they doubted you. <clears throat> do you have those shoes? So in the box, eh? Do you have those shoes? The shoes and they yeah. came in there. Yeah, the shoes. Oh, I don't think I've seen those shoes. Oh, yo. Yeah, like, how yeah. much are those going for? Um, like 200 and something I paid for these. Oh, right. Yeah, the Trey Young. What, ball in them? What, make you shoot good? <laughs> nah, man. Too unfit <laughs> by the time I get the time to shoot. Tired. I just stay on Tired. defense. Yeah. Targeting up and down the court, man. Oh, hard. Yeah, it's, yeah, ain't a, yeah, ain't an easy game. Nah, man, but nah, they're, they're good, comfortable shoes, and, and yeah. I like them. They're better than the old, uh, the old Air Force Ones oh, on, on Air the Air Force Ones, yeah. <laughs> Converse. <laughs> yeah, gee, the old Chuck Taylors. <laughs> Chuck Taylors. Uh, so, yeah, do you have any dreams that you'd like to achieve? Uh, we've got a whole bunch in, in this box of people's collective dreams that they'd like to achieve in the next lifetime. In a lifetime. Yeah. But the idea is that when people start completing them, I'll have a, a space up there and then it'll just start having a collection of people's photos of them achieving their dreams. Mm. Uh, yeah, no, I love, I love the bro berries one i'll make it to 30 that's a good one eh? that, that was a great one bro like yeah. so real so raw so real yeah hard and i love those dreams because yeah that's probably where i aim to towards too yeah. i think yeah for my dreams is yeah to make i see my my kids kids so the mokos grow up that's a good dream of mine yeah. i think <clears throat> some like now especially with alpha i know like my dad's side it was most of his brothers and sisters, oh, but his brothers, most of them are all gone and now. Never saw their mokos grow up. Man, I think I'd, I'd like to do that. Yeah. No, that's a mean one. That's a beautiful one. Because yeah. it is something that we all take for granted. <clears throat> it's time. Mm. We think we've got forever. And in reality, uh, we don't. Tomorrow is not promised. Today is nah. a gift. Yeah, they say, well, what is it like? Your half, you you come to your half or half your life at fifty, but no, nah, you don't see much people dying at a hundred, do you? <laughs> <laughs> like, like making it to a hundred, like most like, like most of my cousins are like, well, my uncles and like I never hardly ever saw 
my grandma, corridors and that's like brothers and sisters. So I don't think they live to what C sixty five or seventy. So yeah. I would say our yeah our middle age is about thirty five, thirty seven. So that's where I see it. Yeah, so, nah. yeah, and we're getting to that scene, and ah, you got to make the most of it every 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 minute of it. It's scary, eh? When you think about it like that, like how mm. much um, of our final year haven't made it past forty. Mm, hard, yeah, and it's just those random ones. It's like, oh, I won't wake up. I had a heart attack. Asleep, like fuck. Yeah, that's the that's scary. That kind of stuff. So. And that's why that's the main reason why I took try to take care of my health a bit a bit more nowadays. Like I don't really ever oh no, yeah, we do do eat bread. <laughs> no, we try to not keep bread in our in our cupboards and that much. So I grew up like mum still keeps two two loaves of bread in the in the pantry or in the drawer. So yeah, I, I try to stay away from just those yeah, heavy carbs and just to give me more of a of a chance later so i don't want to be yeah, sluggish when i grow older i want to yeah be nice and be a bit fitter i think when i when i grow up run around with the mukos and the kids and yeah that's what i want to see go to the beach hang out at the beach all the time and i hate the sand though no <laughs> if you could go back and tell let's go with 16 year old uh breezen a piece of advice or um just anything what would you what would you go back and tell him 16 year old uh, so get off the game no <laughs> <laughs> stop, go hang out with yeah, cousins stop playing PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> um no nah, i think um <laughs> being more be more enthusiastic with things and giving things a, a good go i think yeah i didn't i didn't really take things like i go 100 percent at things and i think nowadays i've learned to yeah, do the hard mahi early, so work hard. Yeah, that's, that's a big thing, I think. Um, yeah, younger kids, I work with a few young people in my mahi, and fuck, their work ethic is just, you just can't see it. They're like, fuck, what are you doing? Like, just work hard. And that was probably me when I was that age. I was probably yeah, like 19, 20, just didn't really want to work. And yeah, nowadays I've you know, thought about you just work hard, and I think things will come to you if you be persistent. That's a big thing. And this, I guess that just comes with growth, eh? Mm. A whole shift of mindset. Yeah, hard. Hard. You don't want to, you don't want to look like a, be a lazy, lazy fellow all your life. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get some work ethic into you and you just, definitely, yeah, paint a better mindset for yourself. Be the growth mindset instead of fixed. So that's what I try, try to build towards, that growth mindset. I think every opportunity yeah. has a good, Good chance, eh? Like, give every every chance an opportunity. Hard. But I guess the the final question would be, um, if you could give yourself in five to ten years a message, what would you what would you tell them? If you look back on this podcast yeah. and go, far true. Like what would you like to say to you? Years. Um, it's like oh, it's a hard one, eh? I think yeah, yeah it's, it's one of the hardest things. I think I wouldn't even know. It's a hard one. <laughs> I think it stumped almost everyone that's come on the show. Yeah, because you don't really think that far far ahead. Eh? 
Nah. It's, nah. You never do. You just think about the next day. What are you going to do the next day or the next hour? What are you going to yeah. eat? What are you going to eat for dinner? <laughs> What's for lunch? <laughs> What's for lunch? <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't know, I think. Ah. Uh, I just hope. No, I just hope everything. Hope the health is still there. Just yeah. That's all I think. Um, now nah, I would, wouldn't know what to say. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I don't have one. You don't have anything. Nah, I don't have anything. No. Nah. Oh, fair enough. No, that's all good. Maybe next time you come on the show, you might have something. Yeah, hard. Uh, <laughs> next year, I'll have something. Yeah. Well, like I said, as we wrap this up, my cousin, is there anything you'd like to share with the people? What you're up to? Where can they find you? Uh, I can I'll find me in Perth. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, no, just if you know me, say what up. Um, you hit me up if you're in Perth. Be keen to catch up. Yeah, just yeah. make sure it's three weeks. And... <laughs> 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 three weeks notice. No. Three weeks notice. <laughs> Put on my leaf. Yeah. Oh, just a game of golf. Game of golf is it? It's a good one. <laughs> but you need to give my leave up there. Could <laughs> uh, get you yeah. some hours of leave. <laughs> yeah. Now, well, yeah, well, I'll be DJing at um, Snack Snack Festival in Claremont, Perth. So I'll be playing uh, nine o'clock to ten thirty there. So you can find me DJing. That'll be my first DJ set in a while. So I gotta. Yeah, I gotta get the dust off this <laughs> off these decks and like, I gotta practice. So. Um nah, and, uh show you shop Cuzzy for getting me on. Been a minute though, so I can yeah, trying to tee this up. Uh, <laughs> I'd mean to have a chat and that was mean. Keep doing your thing, eh? Hard. Thanks, cuz. Appreciate you coming on, eh? Like um definitely this podcast wouldn't exist without my guests and yeah, nah, thanks so much for making the time. Uh, getting in those leave hours so you could do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't like surprise Remy's still asleep. But nah, me. Wicked. Nah, so you, thanks so much for jumping on, cuz. So good to see you. Uh, um, good to see you, cuz. Just get to catch up again soon in person. But Mauri Oretifano, thank you so much for listening. This has been the Nutty Landry's podcast. It's been so much fun hanging out and chatting with my cousin, uh, breezing today so yeah nah thanks so much for, I know, for listening in take care everybody kakate <laughs>